It is the Brotherly Love Podcast, a divisional round Brotherly Love Podcast on Anchor.fm. Joe O'Donnell, John Meter, Johnny Meets, the Birds. Ah, guess what? It won the bye week, so to That's speak. That's it. We're on the divisional round. Uh, how you doing, my man? Doing well, buddy. Getting excited, man. Getting excited. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be at the link on uh, Saturday night, I'm sure. And Saturday nice night. To see that they uh, made it a primetime game, so you get all lubed up. Ah, everyone will be uh, have a lot of adult libations for sure. I mean, there's nothing better than a showdown in South Philly at primetime playoff night. The last time that happened was uh, five. It'll be five years of the anniversary. When we took out the old the old skull collapse, you know what I mean? Sorry, wow. I didn't, mean, didn't mean to take a dig at you know the, the please town. dig away. They're <laughs> the so town. fraudulent, so fraudulent. Those Vikings. Oh, oh yeah, not um, as fraud, not as fraudulent as the Giants fans chirping this week about how great their team is. I'm like, oh please, I, yeah, I get it. I'm reading but, how scared they are to come to Philly for the game. Seeing a lot uh, of that on social media today. Well. Listen, I'm taking pride, you know, as far as when we discussed last podcast, you know, as far as what what matchups we want. I'm kind of looking forward to this one as I almost got into a fight down in Florida with two Giants fans in a sports bar, my favorite local sports bar down there, Duffy's. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these idiots. I can't wait to send them packing back up the turnpike. You know what I mean? Love it. What a miserable drive home that'll be for them. Um, I, I just read the other day that back in 1986, this is like a, I, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole here. I saw something on Twitter and I found um, an article in like the LA Sun and Times or whatever the hell it was called back then, 1986, that the, the Eagles petitioned the NFL at one point to have no later than 1 p.m. start times against divisional opponents moving forward because of the number of fist fights in the stands. At a game at the vet against the Giants back in the 80s. And then eventually the old uh, uh, court and Judge Seamus McCaffrey uh, residing oh, yeah. in the bowels of the vet. And then I, I may or may not have said that you had firsthand experience that the link does not have anything other than a holding cell. Yeah. Um, you know, but what a, what a time that was to be alive. Yeah. I mean, I never made it to the cell. Now, the. I, I can speak of my experience in the infirmary. That's some that know the story, but it wasn't like a whole. Was that an infirmary, or was that just like an area they keep people? Well, they, it they, was a medical infirmary, is what they explained. What to were me, you but, being treated for, Tommy? <laughs> You know, they, they saw me. People were a little alarmed. I was passed out. <laughs> you know, for all our virgin listeners out there. I, Wait a minute, you, you took a nap. Oh uh, yeah, well, I don't think for those I who don't, taking a nap. Well, for those who don't know the story, I'll give a quick synopsis of it. You know, after the NFC Championship, Eagles beat the Falcons. What a glorious day! It was a long day. In the, 2004. It was a long day in the parking lot. I might have dropped the tickets, and the barcodes were melting off the tickets itself. Got yelled at. <laughs> then I couldn't find my ticket. Who yelled I might at have hit, you? Oh, Dave was killing me. And I'm and, and I and I'm I might have hit the ice luge a little hard. You know, they're pouring pouring gold slogger down like uh like a river. So Do we uh, have an was, ice luge that day? I mean, there was a luge that day. I mean, there's been several ice luges. I don't know if we're gonna be in full effect this week. I don't know if it'll be cold enough for the luge. I guess it will be. But uh yeah, so 
I had a little too much to drink after the game, so the game and you know the club lounges they have great accommodations down there. The rug is you know it's not your generic you know you know carpet motel six rug. I mean it's pretty comfortable. So I just decided to take a little snooze, you know, while everyone's <laughs> celebrating. And the next thing you know, I was woken up by two police officers. They then they asked Stop me to come. Ta- they asked me to come take a ride in a wheelchair. And I said, why? Was I in some fight? What happened? What's going on? I said, I think it's in your best interest if you take a ride. So I said, what the hell? Let's take a ride. So then they took me to part of the stadium that I've never seen before. So I was happy that they graciously escorted me down to give me the tour of the link at the bottom of the link. And that's kind of what happened. And then then I had a doctor, you know, they ask you a story. They go, were you season ticket holder? You season ticket holder? And then I give them the, no, I, I went through StubHub. And then I hit them with that line. And then they were really like all jazzed up, didn't know what to do. Then the medical doctor told me I didn't have any friends several times. And I told him, listen. I remember that line. Yeah. I said, listen, you don't know the type of friends I have. They'll be here. They're not leaving me behind. And sure enough, who comes through the door? None other than D-Bird and your beautiful wife, Kara. I was just going to say, there's no shot in hell Kara was leaving without you. Yeah, and then Kara comes in, and she gave me the old... Now, I have a brother, Frank, okay? And my dad's middle name was Francis, John Francis. Yep. So Kara always calls me John Francis, John Francis Lawrence. Yep. So sure enough, she comes butting through the door. And I get to John Francis Lawrence, and then I screamed in the doctor's face. I said, I told you I had good friends. I told you be there. Let me out of here. And I signed my name on the paper, and off we went. That's amazing. I don't think I ever got that full story. No, it's been 18 years. I was there, but I was sitting with uh, some SMG coworkers at the time. This dude, Bob, um, got some tickets. him Him and I split Sunday seats at the vet. For yeah. Phillies games, the Sunday game plan one year. There we go. Um, out there in left field with Pat the Bat. So Bob was a big fan, and him and I, he was a little older, but he would always get, like, the ticket hookup, or we'd go on our tickets or whatever. So I was yeah. at the game that day, and I know I was tailgating and partying with you guys. I mean, it was 04. Yeah, I'd it was been, cold. You know, Karen and I had been dating for four years at that point. Yeah. I don't remember – um i know i mean i i remember you not being in the parking lot afterwards and everybody trying to track you down but i didn't remember Mm. all those details i had no idea that you saw the whole game and end up like taking your option on the on the car by the way the link was somewhat new at that point so those carpets had been pretty nice i'm real fresh joe real fresh from what (laughs) i remember from what i remember all right let's let's hope (laughs) that you're you're napping in in uh in celebration again yeah, uh, here not only this weekend but I, next I, weekend. I think over, you know, now that I'm 43 years old, I think I've come of age the last 20 years. But you know, that could be questionable. And that was, yeah. By the way, smart decision to say you were not a season ticket holder because you might still be banished. You got. I still have the ticket now. The ticket's crumbled and it looks like some some bad piece of origami, but I still <laughs> got it. But yeah, oh my god, I amazing. It was a, it was a good line. I'm surprised that I was able to answer that way considering the condition I was in, but I, I pulled a good one there. For and sure. I knew the friends line. I knew that you had oh, yeah. oh, adamant oh, in your stance that the peeps would come for you. you know, listen, I had not mom and dad to come and get me, believe me, you know, nor that if yeah. I had mom and dad there that I would call them to come and get me. So I, 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 listen, that's one thing. We have great friends and uh, 
We're gonna leave no, leave no man behind. That was that was. A, <laughs> I think there were some some ladies in our section of the left that kind of said, "Hey, we just saw your friend get wheeled out." So I, somebody told somebody. So, but I made it. I made. It. I think I, made it. You know, I may be getting them confused because we had quite a few rides back from the Jetro lot that were uh, <laughs> infamous. Yeah, yeah, well, just mainly where I was like, I was hoping the ride would be over quicker because I was starting to need to get out of the motor vehicle. And yeah. I'm wondering if that was one of those um, sure. where I was hoping there wasn't so much traffic because it was time for me to either get the bed or, oh, or yeah. uh, well, you know, we, whatever. Believe me, by the time they fished me out of the basin of the lake, man, every month, pretty much, it was there was no traffic left. <laughs> no traffic. It was a 35 minute home and right down to. Fell asleep in Keith, you know, Sue and Harris spot. And then I didn't know who we were playing in the Super Bowl till about five o'clock in the morning <laughs> when, I, when I woke Keith up. But that was, that was a, hey, it was a, hey, it was a, it was a big sports weekend, man. Me and Keith, we got to see Kansas. Villanova knocks off number two, Kansas. Then the blizzard of, you know, 2003 starts. It was incredible. So, yeah. Great That's my stuff. story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> All right, let's dive into it. The Giants are coming to the link. They beat the Vikings. Maybe we'll dive into the rest of the playoff games in a minute, but uh, size them up, third meeting of the year. Obviously, Luke oh, yeah. 18 doesn't really count. Giants played nobody. Uh, Eagles <laughs> didn't look great, but they got the win. What do you make of this? Do the Birds win? No problem. What do you think of Johnny Mead? Yeah, I mean, listen, there's some things to consider. It looks like, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but Lane Johnson gave his WWE video saying that, you know, people called his injury something else, and then he popped up like The Undertaker. He's a full go. I saw him doing some reps in practice on Twitter. He looks like he's going to be good to go. That's a great sign. That was one of the biggest worries. Avante Maddox still out with a toe injury. You know, my hope and belief is that he'll be able to practice next week. God willing, we win this game. And the, the the biggest news all week is all these, you know, national outlets are reporting that Jalen Hurts was not on the injury report. So from what I understand, just listening to, to the people that are smarter than I am, is that if he's not listed on the injury report, I mean, he's definitely a full participant. He's 100% go. He's good to go for the game. So that's great news. We need Jalen to be at his best. We need him to play at the MVP level that we're accustomed to this entire wonderful, great football season. And if he's good to go and Lane's back there, I I love our chances. Um, Again, you look at the way the Giants beat the Vikings. Now, the Vikings defense has just got awful horrendous. It's amazing that Ed Donatel still has a job for now. Um, He should have been fired after week two against the Eagles, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, that was just bad. I mean, they're the type of team, the the, the formula and the success, the way to game, you got to get up on the Giants early. This is one thing that I do know watching the Giants play all year. If you can bury them early, they're not a team that can hit big chunk plays. They don't really have dynamic weapons. Yeah, Saquon Barkley's great. Daniel Jones has been a lot more, you know, fluid as far as using his legs, you know, creating some plays and and getting crucial first downs to keep their offensive drives alive. But the key is jump on them early, bring pressure, let's jump on them early, and then they got to play catch up. And listen, the, the game plan in the second meeting against the Giants was like, let's get the hell out of here. We were up 19 nothing. We kind of let them crawl back in the game. Gannon went back to his great sticks defense that we all have been accustomed to hate over the last couple of years. But, yeah, I, I, I like our chances. Listen, it's now or never. 
there is not a better opportunity for this football team to go to the Super Bowl and win the whole damn thing. It's yep. right in front of you. And, and let's just say this. I mean, is Jalen Hurts, you know, we've talked about this on a couple of podcasts weeks ago. Is he going to have a better roster than he does right now with people that need to be re-signed in the offseason, people not going to be long longer with this team? You know, you got the possibility of Jason Kelly, uh, Jason Kelsey retiring. Fletcher Cox probably won't be here. So it's now or never. Leave it all out there. They got a bunch of hungry guys. Here's what I also like, Joe. This team gets no respect nationally. I mean, zero. You turn on Fox, you turn on ESPN, the NFL Network. Everyone is hyping the hell up. But this was the best damn football team all season long. I mean, they lost two games when they had to start Gardner Menchu, which we all know he's a glorified, that's right, a backup quarterback. He's not a QB1, even though he went into somebody's office and asked to be a year ago. But we, we won't digress there. But it, it's just, oh, listen, it, it's – it's time to dial it up. My whole thing is I just hope Jonathan Gannon trusts his corners, like play press. Like just, my biggest fear, it, it's not the players. It's can the coaching staff formulate game plans? Can they, to use the cliche term, put their players in the best positions to succeed? And that's what it comes down to for me. What are your thoughts? That's a great point because I think the Giants might – have the edge in coaching, uh, at least on at agree. least from a Brian Dable standpoint. That's not great a knock Sirianni. Sure, we all like Dable with the Bills, and he's done a yeah. great job taking getting the max out of that Giants team this year. They had no business being a nine-win football team in the regular season, or whatever the hell they won. And quite honestly, they should have been in the mix for a top-five pick and a starting quarterback. Daniel Jones is fighting for his future, um, so good for him. But I'll, I'll I'll say a couple of things. One, the one thing I worry about is not getting off to a fast start. Um, the Giants now are buzzing, right? They're feeling good about their game. They've got confidence. They just played. So I think this is a game where maybe you have to take a punch or two. But I think ultimately the fact that the Giants now, albeit a short travel to Philadelphia twice in three weeks, it is their third road game. Um, they had to go right down on the wire with the Vikings. Like, that takes a lot out of you. So, yes, are you confident? Do you have momentum? Sure. But the Eagles should be on all cylinders. And if it takes them a quarter to get in the football game, like, I'm not going to be happy about it. But we've seen not only this year and these playoffs last weekend, but historically in the NFL last few years, there's huge momentum shifts. And a lot of times you want to have the momentum last. Um, So I'll take the birds rallying in this game if that's what it takes. I just want them to come out, be aggressive. I don't want them to be soft on defense. Don't let Daniel Jones run around and convert third downs by scrambling for six or eight yards. Get his ass on the ground. Stop the run early in the game. And say Isaiah Hodgins and Darius Slayton and whatever other pigeons they have out there, good luck, right? If they're going to beat you, then you know what? You didn't deserve it. Um, But you look at the quarterbacks that are left in the NFC, to your point about this is maybe their best shot or – you know, best shot the last few years. I mean, there's not a Hall of Fame quarterback that you've got to get through to get to the Super Bowl, right? And as you said, this is the best roster the Eagles have had the last few years, and it might be the best over the next couple of years because if you pay Hurts $40 million, somebody's got to go. You can't afford everybody. So I 100% agree on all that. One thing that I noticed this past weekend watching some playoff games, you better have some goddamn mental toughness because there's going to be some moments. There's going to be some plays. You're going to get – 
you know, punched in the mouth, so to speak. You're going to have a bad call. You're going to go your way. You're going to turn the football over maybe. Like you've got to be able to grind through that, stick to the game plan, stick together as a group, and get it done. And I have no worries at all about Jalen Hurts being 100% go for this game. Here are a couple things I'm convinced of, John. Made a one. That the injury. Boston Scott is scoring a touchdown in this game. Yeah, amen. <laughs> amen to that. He's got 10 in his career against the Giants. He might have like 12 in a lifetime. Um, I, I'm, I'm fully convinced that Hurts will be 100% from the standpoint that the game plan will not limit him. There's nothing yeah. to save it for, you know. So yeah, I expect Hurts to be able, if things aren't working out in the passing game, or if they need a scramble or a big design run to break their back or to get in the end zone on a red zone third and whatever, yeah, I think they're going to call it, dial it up. I think he's going to get it done. I don't think this guy's going to be denied. Uh, I really think he's going to play a great game. I think he's going to be mobile. I think he's going to lead this team, even if it means rallying late. I think his leadership, his moxie is going to be the difference in this football game. No. On and, top and, of that, yeah. one more thing. I sure. talked after our last podcast, I talked to an athletic trainer who's worked in hockey for a long time. We're having a couple beers, and I asked him about the SC joint sprain, which is what Hurts has. He said it's an impact injury, almost like you would see a lot of times from a car crash, right? Okay. And you can shoot that thing up. Right. All right. So there's no doubt in my mind that after, what was it, two weeks, now sure. another week, you know, he's had three out of the last four weeks to rest. Right. They're going to, sh- if they need to shoot him up, they'll shoot him up. I don't have any doubt in my mind he'll be full go um, and, and be able to take some contact. Will it hurt a little bit? Sure. It's a top, it's a pain tolerance injury. This dude's sure. tough. He ain't passing up on this opportunity. I like the birds to win this football game. You know, if it's a touchdown or more, great. But either way, I think they're going to find a way to get it done. No, and the other thing is, too, like, I just hope as far as coaching goes, like, and, and the question for you, Joe, you win the coin toss. Are you deferring? Are you taking the ball right away and trying to jump on them? That's a great question. Um, I think if the – Because yeah, analytics tells you defer and you get an extra Well, they all, the, the birds always defer. And you know, but my th- worry is you go down seven, nothing. Right. And then yep. you, if you right. go three and out now, the crowd's already uneasy. Now, right. the other thing I'd say, so I, I guess what I would tell you is you take the football, you know, even though you, you probably want it coming out of the half in case you're down, I say right. you probably take the football in this instance, but no one Sirianni and his group, they'll defer. Um, right. I just hope to God, they don't play that soft ass defense early. Now, if you're the giants, what do you do? Right. If yeah. you win the toss, you know? Well, I, I think for them is, you know, they're going to take the football just because they want to try to control the clock, control the game, try to get yep. Saquon go and run the ball. The one thing, I, I and I'm with you, usually I'm a big defer guy, but in this case I think let's take it, let's get the offense in rhythm. What I do want to see is can we get some can we get some balance, okay? I, I, I don't – Early. Listen, I, balance early, early. Balance early is crucial. Like let's get my – Listen, Miles Sanders, he's kind of been nursing a knee injury. He was kind of under the radar a little bit. It kind of, you know, we're putting some kid gloves on him. But I expect right. him to he be a full He didn't play much go. in that Giants game. No. He's got a week off. Right. Like, if he hasn't been limited on practice, you right. feed him the rock. He, he yeah. ran the ball well this year, especially late in the season. I That's felt it. like he was more downhill. Get That's him it. going. That's it. Get him going and, you know, just be balanced. I, I, I think we really start to get ourselves in trouble. You know, we try to throw, get the lead, and then we control the clock and we run. But, like, I just think it's so crucial, especially when it comes to playoff football. It takes the, and also just to keep your defense fresh, right? These long, sustained drives of 
you know, 10 to 14 plays and you can chew up, you know, anywhere between six and eight minutes, that's good. That's what you need because then you – That's what the Giants un- are going to try to do. All right. I mean, the then recipe you- to beat the Eagles this season has been keep them off the field and okay. create some turnovers. That's and it. on the and flip that- side, yep. you remember, dude, week 18, Barkley sat out, Jones sat – so Saquon Barkley was fresh last week. Guess what he's yeah. not going to be this week? He might be in, in – he might be feeling good about his game. He ain't going to be fresh. They're, right. they're playing on a short week. You know, he, he touched the ball a ton in Minnesota on Sunday. Again, right. that was a physical game, came down the wire. Like, I think the Eagles, they shut him down early. And, again, yep. show some balance offensively. <laughs> Don't get too far behind the sticks. Well, that's Play it. a clean it's like, game. And there's right. no way the Giants belong on this football field. I'm with it, and it's time you know, to... as long as they don't shoot themselves in the foot, and as long as they don't Turnovers, have baby. some yep. terrible game plan. Because look, the yep. Giants are going to be in this game because of their game plan, because of their coaching, uh, because of their will. But y- 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 the best way to take care of that is with the talent. They can't match up with us on the yep. defensive side of the football. Dory Jackson's back for him. That's great. How about the dude that injured his hand in the ATV accident? Is he back? Who? Uh... Their safety. Uh, yes, McKinney is back. McKinney yeah. and Adoria will both be back. Okay. So that's Great. two pieces to their yeah, secondary. That, that helps that them. Yeah, but sure. But they can't cover Brown, Smith, well, and that, Goddard. We know well, that. that. Well, that's it. And I think this is this could be a good game for Dallas Goddard. If you look at what the Vikings did, they played some really great coverage on Justin Jefferson, Thielen, and Osborne. But, uh, you know. Hawkinson uh, ate all day. Uh, Eight all day. So and I against them on Christmas Goddard. Eve, he had a hundred and some yards. He had his right. best game as a Viking. Right. So right. Dallas so, Goddard should be feasting, and right. you know the Slim Reaper is going to get oh. his down the sidelines. No Do doubt. Some AJ Brown slants early to loosen him up. I'm telling yeah. you, man. Couple double I don't moves, see any baby. reason that the birds can't put up 24, 27 points in this game in their sleep as long as they're clean and they get enough possessions. Yeah, but the defense is on Listen, the field for seven minutes at a time. You That's know, it. you might have to win a lower scoring game. Yeah. yeah, and the defense, you know, I think we'll be in good shape. I predict them to get at least one fumble recovery and at least an interception. Yeah, so. I think CJ Gardner Johnson's getting a pick on Sunday or on Saturday night, brother. Okay. I, I like it. I like it. All right, give me a score. All right, we're gonna go thirty-four to thirteen. Birds flying high. Send those, send the midgets up the turnpike. Can I say midgets? Sorry, little people. Whatever. Don't like the Giants. But see you later. And then we'll get some vindication. The other thing is, too, I think Jalen's going to play with a chip on his shoulder because I think he knows the NFL's they're going to give the MVP to Patrick Mahomes. And nobody's talking about this is this is his time, man. And he's got that mentality. I think he's going to come out and put on a performance. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'll give you 31-21 Eagles. Oh, I like it. With a late Jake Elliott field goal to salt it away. There we a couple go. minutes left. I think Hertz finds the end zone with his legs, two passing touchdowns. There we go. Now we're and, talking. You know, we're... I think that overall, this game, better than maybe we'd like in the first half, I think in the second half, the Eagles just put their foot on the gotcha. Giants' throat. And what about predictions? Let's talk real quick about the rest of the NFL. Yep. What are you thinking, Jaguars, Chief? What are your, what's your prediction there? Dougie well, I P? Think, yeah, I think the magic Close runs out. Great yeah. comeback, but uh, – I know, it's funny. Uh, that that comeback I'm watching, I was like literally 
It was a long weekend. I'm like falling asleep watching that game. I'm like, I'm, I wonder what the money line is, them being down 27 nothing. Just because I know what a terrible head coach Brandon Staley is. Well, he should have been fired already. Instead, they and, fired the offensive coordinator. And they've been you know? known to, yeah, salt games and what. I mean, like just games disappearing on them. So, all right. So you got the Chiefs. I like that. You think it's a, what about Buffalo? I think the Chiefs win. I think they cover. Um, I think the Jags hang around for a bit. Like, Niners game, but ultimately it's varsity against JV. Sorry, Dougie Poopy Peterson, but all right, you know, you got, hell of a turnaround. Who you got? Uh, Bills, Bengals, the rematch from the post. I mean, look, again, we talked about this. The Bengals have been playing great football, but yeah. their offensive line will be missing three starters. And as good as Joe Burrow is, this would take a goddamn rabbit in a hat magic trick in Buffalo to right. pull it and, off with all the. I agree. Yeah. You know, Hamlin's going to be on the sidelines. Yep. yep. Um, I think it's the, the, the Bengals, it's just too much, man. It's too much, unfortunately, uh, to go to that well again. Um, Josh Allen will make his mistakes, but I think it's a high-scoring game that the Bills ultimately win. I'll go 34-31 Buffalo. I'm going to go 34-23 Buffalo there. And then the uh, the NFC finale as far as the last game in the NFC. Yeah, I'm going to uh, – Niners-Cowboys. Yeah, well, obviously, the birds we hope have advanced by then, in which yep. case you're obviously rooting for the 49ers because we can never, ever, ever root for the Cowboys. True. Um, I will say this, just get this out there. Should the Eagles lose and the Cowboys win, I will not be watching the NFC Championship game and most likely not watching the Super Bowl. So let me get that out there now. I like um, it. Even if I have a lot at stake from a gambling standpoint. Now there back to the football game. Niners, <laughs> Cowboys. Um, I just saw the teams winning 11 in a row. I'm not sure if it's and more. Uh, 49ers have won 11 games in a row. It's from John Ewing on Twitter. Since 2003, teams that have won 11 or more games in a row have gone 1-11 against the spread. Oof. They're given 3.5 against the Cowboys. Yeah. I was impressed with Dallas, but Tampa Bay sucks. Yeah. Okay, Tam- they were miserable and, all year. And, and Miserable. And Tampa Bay has no pass rush. They got zero pressure on Dak. He's yeah. not going to be able to sit back there. Right. And toss it around like he's playing a seven-on-seven yep. drill. Yeah, I, I got, Niners have the best defense in the league. Yep. Even though Here, Brock Purdy is a backup quarterback, I still think the Niners at home get it done. You think the Niners get it done? I think they do as well. But I will. I would. I. I would lean towards the under in this game because yeah. I think that both teams can pressure the quarterback, which is going to cause some havoc. Right. Uh, and both, especially both. on a Brock Purdy. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have a ton of experience. That's true. They could so, be opportunistic. And I think Dallas it's a close has... game. I, yeah. I'll take the Niners by one. I'll take the Niners 24-23. Uh, 24-23 Niners. That's what I'm going with. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, Marissa's home. Marissa just got in the door. It's funny you say that. She just got home. We're doing a live podcast. Say hello. Well, we can hear the beast can hear. <laughs> yeah, we're She's dog. greeting Jefferson. Yeah, well, Jefferson and her dog Willie gets all fired up when she comes in the door. It's kind of funny. So yeah. yeah. Um. Anything else, John? Me? Oh, 
Yeah. Anything Real else? Real quick. All right. Ivan here we Provorov go. and the Flyers. Oh, boy. Here we go. I knew we were coming to this. <laughs> yeah. Well, with your reaction to that, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna guess that you say freedom of yourself. He shouldn't have to go out and wear the jersey. I mean, for I just night for warmups. Your thoughts quickly. I mean, my, I don't want to get too far down the rabbit. No, we're not getting too political. I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever you want to say. I mean, it's listen. You know, we we still are free to make decisions in this country, and if it's something that he feels strong about his religion, whatever, like let him be. I mean. A lot of times I think this stuff is like really force fed and I'm not saying don't recognize it. And I get that, but sometimes we just want sports to stay out of things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I hear that. that. I, like, I would, no, you know what you, I mean? Like, I think you're fine. I would say this. The also the, Tam- the, the flyers can't win. Okay. Yeah. Publicly PR wise, media wise right now, Forget the standings on the ice. They just yeah. – Comcast and the Flyers are taking a beating. Um, I'm disappointed in the way it was handled because yeah. you dress Justin Braun for warm-ups just to right. scratch him. You dress him only because Provorov won't take warm-ups because he won't wear the pride jersey. Sure, sure. So me thinking now, looking at it, going – they should have gotten out in front of this. They should have yeah. gotten out in front of it and said, I'm Provorov. Due to religious beliefs, sure. he's not going to participate in warmups tonight. Sure, he he supports the cause, but sure. or whatever. However, you need to phrase it, okay? Sure. Because then instead, everybody's questioning what's going on. Then right. he's got to deal with the post game. Now Tortorella is answering questions. The team's putting out a statement. They right. should have gotten out in front of it, even if it would have been, you know. And maybe that's wrong. I, you know, I'm not a PR guy, but um, nah, I just don't no. like the way it was handled. You know, sure. and, and honestly, it should have just been, look, he's not available for the game. Like, if yeah. he's not going to participate in warm-ups, you don't play in the game. Nobody yeah. in hockey doesn't play warm-ups and doesn't play the game. So, if, yeah. if it's a if he pulls himself from the lineup, right, like a player saying he's sick or a player saying he's hurt, I know it's a different thing, but ultimately, like, he's not available. So, um, yeah, I would have just come out in front of it and said, like, yeah. you know, he's not willing to participate in warm-ups because his religious beliefs – essentially tell him not to wear the jersey and for that reason we're not playing him in the game no that and that that's i think that would have been a very professional way to handle things and it's just listen instead it seemed like a cluster and now it's back well now now it's a national story i know right it's 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 no trade value now i mean it's just it's just a snowball and i'm disappointed because it's it's just a goddamn jersey put it on a wheel around out there and That's... I have some insider trading info as well about what goes on in that locker room there. Sure. And it's a, it's a, um, it's a cause if you want to call it that. Yeah. It's a statement. It's a sure. It's whatever term would be appropriate. I don't have the word right now that is sure. important to that Flyers locker room. Okay. Specifically, some players or a player there for some reasons that sure you know hit close to home. And okay. That's yeah. going to put a locker room dynamic at, at risk. Um, you alienate teammates in the organization, and he really didn't have a goddamn good reason for it. So um, I think he should have just worn the jersey. You're probably right. And gone yeah. out there and dealt with it. Instead, it made a shitstorm. And so thumbs down there on that whole yeah. situation, how it was handled. I, you know, again, I feel for the management of the Flyers because it was rocking a hard place. Um, sure. And they're getting crushed now for something that, 
probably shouldn't have been this big of a deal. But I do understand the logic from some like yourself that says, hey, it's his decision. If this right. is what he believes in, we sure. should move on. But we're not sure. in that type of society. Everybody's well, got to have a goddamn Right. Head. Well, I mean, just look at look at a guy like Jonathan Isaac. I don't know if people remember that. But, like, um, you know, he was an Orlando Magic player that decided not to take a knee during the national anthem or wear, like, the Black Lives Matter shirt. And he took whole hell, and it was a big controversy. And, yeah. You know, all over. And, you know, the, other, the, guy, the guy blows out his ACL, and then people are like, oh, it's karma, you know? No, it's just, the other, the other yeah, thing I'd say, sucks. John, meet it, and, and then I'll, we'll, we can wrap it, but, like, is I hate the fact that, like, you said something three years ago or you did something five years ago, and it's held sure. against you for eternity. Like, People immediately dig up John Tortorella's comments from Team USA where he said, if someone kneels during the anthem, uh, well, I'll bench their ass or whatever. Well, now he lets Provorov play. So everybody's like, oh, what a hypocrite. That was years ago, and it's a different issue. Like, we don't Uh, always have to dig up everything somebody's uh, done and slander them for it. You know, It it really stinks that that's the culture that we're living in today is that you just – I mean, even even when you're going in a job interview. I mean, you could have said something really stupid and immature and asinine and, you know, something that you regret on social media or something that you did. And then next thing you know, 20 years later, you're in a job interview and it comes back up and you're persecuted. And then you're blackballed. Then you can't get a job. Then you can't. It's just, you know, unfortunately, it's the culture and society we're dealing with and living with today. And, you know, you just got to try to make good decisions, I guess. I I don't know any other way to say it. So, yeah. Um. All right, good stuff, my brother. Enjoy All right, hey, Saturday enjoy night. the Birch. trip. Enjoy your father coming to town for yep. a uh, for a little father son weekend, and then and good luck on your calls in Raleigh and uh, your Florida trip. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Thanks for everybody tuning in. Felt it was a good podcast. Moved right along, and uh, yeah. got to tell a great story off the hop. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm sure people enjoy that one. <laughs> um, all right, well, go birds and. Um, I guess go 49ers. Screw the Cowboys. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. For John Mita, Joe O'Donnell, this is the Brotherly Love Podcast. Until next time, we'll see